Good morning. Come on into my world, Stephanie's world. I'm your host, Stephanie Cosby. This is 6.47 a.m. on a Tuesday morning, I think. I just woke up, so I barely know what day it is. And um, I just wanted to come on here and do a Stephanie short. It could turn into a rant. I don't know. I have no notes prepared, and we're going strictly off the cuff because I just feel like that is something that I need to get off my chest. Um yesterday was the 17 year of anniversary of Hurricane Katrina it was the one year anniversary of Hurricane Ida it was barely a blurred mention it showed up in my social um, media feed I don't have traditional cable so I didn't see the uh, local news and even on the national news it wasn't really talked about and it just really just was mind boggling like some may not have wanted to talk about but did anyone stop to think are the people okay those who lived through and witnessed that that day and I found a thread probably after midnight of a young man who, uh, who was 17 at the time. And he did a whole thread about everything that went down, what he saw, what he saw in the days ahead, what he went through, his lived experience. And it was eye-opening. Um, I watched Spike Lee's documentary, The God Willing and the Creek Don't Rise. And I watched some other things on YouTube about it. And I did a three-part podcast. And I slow-walked it because I, too, have been through a Cat 5 hurricane. It wasn't to that level and to that magnitude. I didn't see bodies um, floating in the water. I wasn't at anything remotely like what the people went down still every tree and every power line was down in my city and me and my family almost lost our lives because we rolled it out and we was literally in the house when it started to come apart so I have something shared with them so I slow walked it and I talked about a multitude of things also on yesterday in Jackson, Mississippi, the Pearl River was supposed to crest, and it's already started flooding of epic proportion. The people have no water. They can't drink the water. They were told to get out, which you know everybody can't leave. And it's just a mess. And even though we can't do anything about a river cresting, did Jackson do everything that it could do for its residents? That's what I have to ask myself now. Because in every type of disaster, either local, state, or national, or federal government response has been at the core of it. I saw a woman who in the thread and she's local 
and she went through Hurricane Michael and she talked about how um what the years have been like with, with her and she was like but we feared okay we got the resources honey we only got the resources because this is a red state and Trump gave DeSantis what he needed we had an election around that time too that wasn't that wasn't fair so it's a lot that goes into that but that's the only reason why we got the resources and if you really want to be just truthful about it the people in my community the rebuilding process at almost four years after ain't going well so you tell me really about the resources yeah the national guard came in here yeah we had access to to to, to food but everything wasn't all hunky-dory because me and my family actually left within two to three days of the storm and went to alabama to have um some amenities like lights running water things that we needed and try to take care of business and piece our lives together so i'm not gonna sit up here and tell you it was all good but it's it's, it's funny the way people see things and the way people think of things and i can tell you most of the time it is a different response depending on what you look like we just we just gonna keep it above yeah we went 850 strong and we came together for a minute for a hot minute for a hot minute so that was on my mind but the reason why they could not comfort the people of Louisiana and Mississippi that were affected is because the other side, and that's what I'm going to refer to them as, the other side is very, very, very butthurt that the President of the United States call them out. He used the word semi-fascist and some seem to want a working definition. Some are just appalled. Some, this is the worst thing um, that said Trump never said. You were, you're a lie. You're a lie. He said that and he said worse. And I'm glad that the President of the United States had the nerve to call it out. If it was like a duck, then usually it's a duck. And like I tweeted last night, this side been quacking for a while. So we got you. We see you. We've always seen you. And I'm going to tell you, I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for me that's on this broadcast. I am truly, truly, truly sick of y'all. And I say y'all because if you have that letter by your name, if you claim MAGA, if you up here jumping up and down about the election was, was stolen, I'm talking to you. I'm sick of you all, and I've been sick of you all for some times. You think that you're emboldened to do whatever in the hell you want to do. You're doing stuff. I, I, I am very bothered by the stories that I see uh, about women. A woman has a fetus with a skull that's not going to develop. And she can't even get an abortion in her state. 
that fetus is not viable. And they're telling you what it is. And you're not going to do it behind some damn abortion ban. You got people questioning people in pharmacies. And while I do consider myself a Christian, I don't try to force this upon nobody. Whatever. There's going to be a college girl. That's in her first year of college. Is getting a taste of being away from home. And she either has a college sweetheart boyfriend that's at her college, or she's going to meet a guy. And she's going to get pregnant. And she knows that this is not what she needs her first year of college. She knows what it would mean if she had to tell her parents, who's charted the course of her life since she, since she got here. And she's going to want to get an abortion. And she can't. She's not going to be able to get the plan B pill. And she's not going to be able to get an abortion. And some of you may think, well, that's not the worst. That's not the worst thing in the world. And why would she not be careful? And why would you be reckless? Let me tell you something. Things happen. Things, trust me, happen. But the option, the option should be there for women. You have women suffering miscarriages and can't even get the necessary medicines that they need to stay here and not risk infection. I suffered a miscarriage. I almost hemorrhaged and bled to death. And there was no time for my doctor to be having second thoughts about how to treat me. There was no time for the day after I had to have a DNC. There was no time to be arguing back and forth with this. Had it been this, I probably would have died. And I was almost on the brink of death having medical care and being able to get treatment. I still have to be careful at the age I am now because I am still having womanly stuff going on with my body and still have a possibility that I could get pregnant. So this changes my life and my personal life because of decisions of people who have nothing to do with my um, female reproductive business. And they damn sure don't have anything to do with what's in my bedroom. They don't. It's not their business. When you start off the conversation, I don't believe in abortion. I ain't got nothing for you. Because most of the time, I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you. And in the midst of the other side, the quack quack side, You're doing everything to make it uncomfortable to live over here in the so-called United States. You're doing in and everything. You got proud boys posting up outside of places that's not their business. Why is that loud? Why, Why is that even allowed? They're terrorizing libraries. They're terrorizing uh, any place where they think that anything drag. And, oh, we don't want you influencing young kids. 
if a parent want to take their kid to a drag show, that's that parent's business. I can't even watch YouTube without DeSantis political commercials running on there and they want to tout of how free Florida is. Florida is not free. I live down here in this hellhole. We ain't free. Because tell me what can I do? Tell me what can I do? I can't have an abortion. I can't vote in peace. Every election from this point forward is going to be challenged or either you're going to throw it out there vote or fraud just to start up some shit. I can't travel without my freedom papers because if Karen remotely thinks that I don't belong there, it's going to be a whole darn problem. I can't protest about anything that's going on because my lovely uh, governor has made it legal for somebody to run me down in their car and kill me. We've got... Amendment 4 on the ballot and voted to restore the rights of convicted felons where they could vote and you turned around and put them in jail for doing what? Voting. The very thing that they fought for and thought that they was eligible to vote. You're incompetent supervisor of elections in the state and people who should have checked people paperwork now comes back and say, oh, they shouldn't have voted and your election um integrity board have set up here and put people in jail for voting people can literally be jailed for voting but you got parents on there smiling on his political ad about the freedom that they have as parents because you can go to a school board meeting and cause hell you can challenge the curriculum that the teachers are teaching and all while you do have the option to keep your little darling home and homeschool has always been an option you can keep them home and then you wonder why it's a damn teacher shortage. So I think this is a good stopping point for me before I run my blood pressure up and it's not even 8 o'clock. But I just wanted to come on and just let you know it's not happy times as we get ready to head into to, to fall. And at some point this has to stop. All of this stuff is going to have to stop. Or I'm going to um, make a decision to leave the states altogether. Because I'm not going to be able to continue this at this level of BS. And it's going to have to stop. But I'm happy that uh, the president called it exactly what it was. And you can be hurt all you want to. And he needs to say some more things. Because y'all are really truly out of your damn minds. If you want to connect with me, you can follow me at Cosby, C-O-S-B-E-E on Twitter. I'm Stephanie Cosby on all of the social media platforms, and I'm Miss Cosby on Insta. If you find yourself stopped by the police, try to make it home safely and out of that stop alive. Mask up over your mouth and over your nose. Lastly, try your best to love one another, except for them ducks. Till the next time, peace.